Are you going to be teaching kindergarten next year for the first time, or do you know someone who is? Teaching kindergarten for the first time can be overwhelming, and maybe you're feeling unsure of where to start. Well, look no further. I have the ultimate survival guide for new kindergarten teachers. I created it based on all the things that you need to rock teaching kindergarten next year. All the things I wish I had known as a brand new kindergarten teacher. Get your mindset ready to tackle the challenges of kindergarten, learn how to set up your classroom for success, and master key strategies for teaching effectively. Plus, prepare for the first week of school like a pro. Don't miss out on this free guide, and please share it with your new teammates and friends who are moving to kindergarten next year. Get ready to embark on an incredible journey in kindergarten education with me as your virtual teammate cheering you on. Download the free guide today at www.kindergartencafe.org slash new dash teacher. That's kindergartencafe.org slash new dash teacher. Welcome to the kindergarten team. Hey, teacher friends. Happy December. December is my favorite month of the year. And it's not just because it's my birthday month. My birthday is December 18th. But I absolutely love when it starts to become winter. I love snow. I celebrate Christmas and I just love the holiday. I love that my birthday is close enough that I get lots and lots of gifts, but it's not too close that I don't just get one gift. (laughs) But it's just a special time of year. And in kindergarten, it's especially magical. So let's listen to all the ways to bring some magic into the classroom in December. You're listening to the Kindergarten Cafe Podcast, where kindergarten teachers come to learn classroom-tested tips and tricks and teaching ideas they can use in their classroom right away. I'm Zeba, creator and founder of Kindergarten Cafe, and I help kindergarten teachers with everything they need from arrival to dismissal in order to save time, work smarter, not harder, and support students with engaging and purposeful lessons. I'm here to cheer you on through your successes and breakthroughs and offer support and resources so you never have to feel stuck or alone. Ready to start saving time and reducing your stress all while using effective and purposeful lessons that students love? Let's get started. So first I want to do a blanket statement that In the United States, we have a separation of church and state in our education system, and there is a big difference between learning about holidays and celebrating holidays with our students. I get frustrated every year on Instagram seeing classrooms. This is a hot take, although I don't really feel like it should be, but people get really angry about this. In classrooms with Santa Clauses and Christmas trees and elves on the shelves and every single thing is Christmas related, I think that's problematic because Christmas is a religious holiday and there will be students that don't celebrate Christmas that will feel really isolated. And if every single student in your class really does celebrate Christmas, literally everything in the world is all 
not in everything in the world, excuse me, everything in the United States, at least, if you go to a mall, if you see, turn on the TV shows, if you open a magazine, it's all Christmas everywhere you go. And it's important for kids to realize there are other holidays out there in the world that are being celebrated at the same time, even if they don't celebrate it. So I would challenge you to move away from celebrating Christmas in the classroom if that's something you've done in the past and consider using the opportunity of December to focus on other things like learning about other winter holidays can be really exciting for the kids. There are so many fun traditions to learn about and it can be really exciting for kids to get to share about their own favorite family traditions And I also really love to use December to do a focus on gingerbread and the gingerbread stories. And it's a whole week-long unit that I will talk about. But those are the two things that I get to focus on in December, as well as, you know, start of winter, snow, that kind of stuff, all that excitement. I still do some Christmas things as in we're learning about Christmas, just like we're learning about other holidays. But I definitely don't have Christmas decorations up in my classroom. And I would just think about like why you're putting that up. What's the purpose of putting that up? And does that make everyone feel included in your classroom? And does that help your students to see the world as a world that celebrates lots of really awesome traditions and holidays? Thoughts to consider. So anyway, magic of December. Focusing on gingerbread and winter holidays around the world. So let's talk about gingerbread week. I absolutely love the story of the gingerbread man, but I really love that there are all these different versions out there and you can have so much fun with them with your students. So we start with the classic gingerbread man and gingerbread boy stories, but then we verge off into some of the really fun different versions that there are out there. My absolute favorites are Gingerbread Girl because, spoiler alert, the girl tricks the fox. And the kids absolutely love that. And I think it's a fun way to show that because all the other stories are Gingerbread Boys. So it's a good way to show a girl version. And, of course, it's fun when the girl can actually trick the fox because usually in fairy tales, the girl is the one that's the damsel in distress. I also love the version by Jan Brett just because I absolutely love her illustrations and she does the mitten book and the hat, well, the mitten's probably the most famous. I don't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but we do a whole little Jan Brett series, you know, when we come back from break because they're all sort of winter related. They've got beautiful snow images. Anyway, she does a gingerbread version called the gingerbread baby And that one is a really fun one because the kids really like seeing the cute little baby and then seeing that the kid, you know, you get like sort of sneak peeks into the the boy that made the gingerbread baby is how he's able to eventually trap the gingerbread baby. And then I really love the versions. There's two different versions where the gingerbread boy goes missing. And so one is catch that cookie and one is the gingerbread boy at school. And Those ones are really fun. And what I love to do is pretend that the gingerbread boy really did run out of the book, just like in the story. 
And I have a little note inside that starts a sort of scavenger hunt where it says that he's missing. And I have the kids put up different missing posters around the school. And so later in the week, we do our scavenger hunt. We'd find the different clues. And at the very end, there's some sort of prize for the kids. But it says that he went back into his book. So um, that he really had fun at school, but he went back into his book. So those are my classic favorites for the whole gingerbread week. A really, really, really fun one (laughs) is called Stop That Pickle. And there's no gingerbread in the story, but it's the same theme, the same sort of plot line as the other, as the original classic ones, where a pickle is running away from things that are trying to eat it and they're trying to chase it down. And eventually more people join the, the chase, which is actually food. Lots of food is trying to chase the pickle. And eventually a boy, I think it's a boy. Maybe it's a, anyway, it's a person and a human. They find the the pickle and he thinks he's about to be eaten. And then they realize, wait, all this other food is chasing the pickle. I'd rather have the other food because that looks yummy. It's just a really funny book and it opens the eyes to kids to see that it doesn't have to be a gingerbread cookie in the story. You could have a different version. And then I like to have kids make their own versions of the gingerbread stories. So I like that in December, we're sort of getting ready for vacation, and obviously the energy levels are different with the kids, and they're very excited, and they're, you know, everyone's just kind of in a different place, and so I use that as an opportunity to kind of pause our curriculum. We keep our normal routines, but we just sort of changed up a bit by doing a full focus on gingerbread with our reading and writing activities. I'll do gingerbread math games as well. And just to change it up a bit, keep it a little fun and focused and magical. In addition to gingerbread, the following week before vacation, I will focus on other on on winter holidays around the world. So I'd like to start with the students in my classroom and focus on family traditions that they love. It doesn't have to be in winter time. I'll send home a traditions poster that they fill out and share a tradition that they love. So it helps open up the idea of learning about other traditions, and it helps you and the other students get to know each other. A great book to start with is Whoever You Are by Mem Fox. It really opens up the idea that everyone has sort of different traditions and things that are special to them, and that's what makes us unique and the world a wonderful place to be. But then we do sort of an imaginary traveling, and we have passports and we pretend to go, you know, pack our suitcases, pretend to go on an airplane, but we will highlight different holidays that are celebrated in the winter time. And I do like to focus on holidays that I know my students celebrate. So if I have someone in my class who celebrates, you know, Lucia Day from Sweden, I will definitely make sure to highlight that as one of the holidays. And if I don't have enough holidays to fill the week from my class, then I'll add in some other traditional holidays as well. I definitely do the three main winter holidays that are in the United States, Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. And then we add in other traditions from around the world, like Lucia Day or Las Posadas. I always do the winter solstice 
because a lot of people celebrate that regardless of religion. And it's, it doesn't even have to be a religious-based holiday. It's just a day in our calendar, and it's fun to do you know, the beginning of winter traditions, things like that. Another focus that I like to have is on what all these holidays have and traditions have in common, which is candles and light, bringing light to darkness. There's a book called Lights of Winter that really focuses on that. But whenever I'm reading books, you know, we see we make comparisons between the different holidays that we're learning about. And they, it really does all come back to bringing light to darkness because it is so dark this time of year. And then, like I said, I'll pick other holidays based on the kids in my class and holidays that they might be celebrating or traditions that they might have. And also depending on like how many days of the week we have before vacation depends on how many days we have to learn about different holidays but each day I sort of do one or two different traditions and I really like to do traditions that are celebrated at that time of year because I want it to be meaningful to the students so for example Diwali is a Hindu festival of lights and it would make a lot of sense to compare it here and to teach it here but I just teach Diwali when it's actually happening which uh, this year was in early November. It sort of switches, but it's it's usually in the fall, October, November. And so I teach about that when that holiday is happening. And then we can talk about it when we're comparing all these holidays. Oh, these all have lights. Isn't that interesting? Well, other holidays have lights. Oh, we learned about Diwali. They have a festival of lights, right? So that's sort of my thought process of picking which traditions to do. It really comes back to knowing the students in your class and wanting to introduce them to other traditions around the world at this, you know, time of winter, start of winter. So to wrap it up, the magic, kindergarten magic can be continued in December. I think it's one of the best months of the year. And I look forward every year to doing my favorite, these favorite weeks. I do a full week of the gingerbread man unit where we compare all the different versions that there are out there. And another week focusing on the winter holidays around the world that are happening around this time of year since there are so many. And using that not as the only chance that students ever hear about holidays, different holidays around the world, but really as different holidays are coming up, we use that throughout the calendar year, we use that as an opportunity to teach about different traditions around the world. There is a really great book called My Favorite Day of the Year or Our Favorite Day of the Year, and that really highlights students sharing about their favorite traditions that they celebrate with their families. And again, this is a great chance to let students share about traditions that they love, and it might surprise you to learn about traditions that they enjoy doing with their families that they look forward to every year and helps you get to know each other, and it helps students see that Families celebrate, you know, different holidays. Families celebrate things in different ways. Families are different, and that's great. Even if every kid in your class does celebrate Christmas, it's really eye-opening to learn that there are other holidays celebrated at this time of year, and that those, even still, the families might celebrate it in different ways. And I would really encourage you to make sure that your classroom is open to students that don't celebrate Christmas. 
because there are many, many other holidays that are celebrated throughout the year. And we want to make sure that our classroom is an open and welcoming place for everyone. So if you have questions about resources for gingerbread week, for different winter holiday traditions, I have lots of resources down below in the show notes. And I'm also happy to answer any questions via email or DM. And I hope that you enjoy the magic of December with your students. So the quote of the day, uh, a girl was saying, I'm going to draw a beautiful gingerbread girl. Wait, I'm going to take ideas from you. Gotta love kindergartners. They really know how to boost your (laughs) self-esteem. But have a great December and we'll see you in the next episode next week. Oh, I totally forgot to mention, if you are interested in learning more or trying out one of the winter holidays, I have all of my Hanukkah activities for free for you to use in your classroom because I think it's so important for kids to learn about other holidays uh, in in wintertime. All of the Hanukkah holiday activities are free. I will link them below and you can try it out that way. When it comes time for Ramadan, I also have Ramadan activities for you. So if you are looking for a holiday resource, let me know. I can point you in the right direction. Okay, that's it for now. We'll talk next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Kindergarten Cafe podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information and resources or just head straight to kindergartencafe.org for all the goodies. If you liked this episode, the best ways to show your support are to subscribe, leave a review, or send it to a friend. I'll be back next week with even more kindergarten tips. See you then.